Welcome to the Capital Cut Podcast for hair and beauty pros around the world. Brought to you by Capital Hair and Beauty, the Capital Cut is all about inspiration, education, and of course, those entertaining stories that make the hair and beauty world one of the most exciting industries to work in. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon, and today's guest is Lisa Stone, a freelance beauty therapist who is also an ambassador for Salon System. In this episode, Lisa talks us through how she made an early start in beauty and how lockdown was a period of study and learning for her. She also shares how self-confidence is always a work in progress. Yeah, you are definitely the go-to person I always think (laughs) of when it's time to talk about salon system. But Today, just this once, instead of talking about Salon System, I would love to know more about you. You're definitely someone, you know, with 27 years experience. You definitely seem to know all the ins and outs. So first of all, I'd love to know, when did you get your first inkling that you really wanted to work in the world of beauty? It was from a really young age, actually. I think I was probably around maybe nine or ten, and I found my mum's makeup bag. And in that makeup bag were all these lovely, shiny, glossy, bright colours. And from that moment on, I kind of had a bit of an obsession with makeup. Um, had the girls' world, doing the makeup on the girls' world, um, doing all the kind of cutting hair of Barbies and Cindy's. And just, I was just fascinated with the way people looked. Um, and I've always been the same. So when I was at school, around about the age of 12 or 13, in the careers lessons, Everything was secretarial or you go into retail. There wasn't a huge amount of options, I think, for, for girls especially okay. that, that far, you know, that long ago. So I just, I knew there and then that I wanted to be a beauty therapist. And then I sort of set my goals on what college I was going to go to. And I've never looked back. And I've always had a passion for beauty and nothing else interests me. It's kind of, it's beauty. As I've gone through the years, that passion has gone from beauty and incorporated holistic and well-being. So I just feel it all encapsulates in the same role. But yeah, I've always known that's what I wanted to do. So tell me, how did you, with 27 years experience, to go the holistic route, what kind of inspired you to do that? Um, I think it was just from my my own self, really, and how stressed I would get and maybe my own sort of personal plight and how I used to find sort of relaxation, massage, reflexology, all of those treatments helped me and I just wanted a little bit more knowledge of that so I could go on and help my clients. So just over the years, it just kind of gradually fed through through my own experiences of receiving the treatment. So what is it that you love? Is it like having someone else's attention on you like so you don't have to think or... Do you feel there's also, like, it's not about just being in the moment? Do you get some kind of after effects from it? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's ways of calming the mind. Just kind of, you know, doing the treatment, giving the treatment allows me to relax and it allows my mind to calm. And obviously receiving the treatment, you get all those great benefits from it as well. I, I strongly believe, and I feel quite passionate about this, and this is where I'd like to take my career, is bringing mindfulness and meditation into the beauty industry and into the hair industry i think as therapists and hairstylists we're in a perfect position to give a whole experience of our work our treatments not just make people look good but make people feel good and i think in the world now it's needed more than ever 
Um, but also for us as therapists and hairstylists, we're we're under a lot of pressure. We've got a lot of stress. We almost become counsellors listening to other people's problems. So we need that as well. We need to be able to switch off. We need to learn how to kind of relax and quiet our minds so we can perform better as well. So I, I just think the two really infuse well. And that's what I'd like to try and bring into the industry. We've been going through probably the most stressful time that any of us have been through in our entire lives. How did you personally find lockdown? Oh, well, the beginning, I felt, I kind of felt like I'd lost all my purpose. So I wasn't teaching. I wasn't able to have clients in my treatment room. Um, I just was at home with not a lot to do. At the start, that's how I felt. And I kind of felt quite down. But then I kind of twisted it around a little bit. and thought, No, this is a great time to research, to read to try some different courses, to bring in, because I did my mindfulness course just before lockdown, my practitioner's course. So I thought this is a great time to bring it all into practice. So at first there was an element of of a feeling of loss almost, of like who I was. But then I, I just kind of turned it around and, and kind of tried to see the positive side out of everything that was happening. And that was kind of more time at home, family, you know, quiet time, being able to practice all what I've been learning. So it was a roller coaster and still is actually. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we've just we've just found out the week that we're recording this that it can be business as usual for the beauty world again from December the second. So how are you feeling now? Are you like excited at the top of the roller coaster again or Yeah, I'm kind of at the top of the roller coaster. I'm so excited to kind of get clients back. I'm so excited to get back into that role that I love so much um but it's kind of there's and there's a bit of type of um worry there there's a little bit of anxiety there as to how long is it going to last are we going to be shut down again um so I'm kind of going in quite cautiously really and there's nothing wrong with that I think the first lockdown has taught us okay let's try not to overreact either way let's not mm-hmm. get too excited let's not get too down so it's like a round two and maybe there'll be a round three. Who who knows? Just don't know. Everything's so uncertain. But just to go back to the mindfulness aspect, what I really liked is when you look at a beauty therapist or a hairdresser, you just tend to think they just do their job. But yet you mentioned that as well as when someone books in for you, they get that feeling of right relaxation or focusing the mind. And you mentioned that as a therapist, you get that same feeling and I don't think that's something we talk about very often you know I've been for facials and sometimes I'm like I wonder what they're thinking I wonder if they're thinking about what they're going to have for dinner or are they thinking about me like can you explain the importance of mindfulness for practitioners like yourself absolutely I think it's really important to focus on your clients who, who you're working on try and connect to them try and connect to their energy so they get a whole better experience from you because clients can sense if you're distracted they can definitely sense if you're not in the room with them if your mind's somewhere else actually it's a great form of meditation to do a massage on someone or if you're doing a facial on someone extremely therapeutic so I think it's really important to tune in to what you're doing um, it's almost like a flow state you're kind of in that zone you're focusing on that one task rather than thinking of the next client you've got in or the client's that you've got in after that so I think it's really important to kind of just tune in 
to the present moment and what you're doing there and then. And your client's only going to reap the benefits of that as long as well as yourself. So let's talk about challenges in your life. Um, when I've asked other people this question, lockdown does come up a lot. But um, I just wanted to know, in your 27 years, what's been the biggest challenge throughout that time? I think for me, my biggest challenge has been confidence and self-esteem. So a lot of people are quite surprised. They think that I am actually quite a confident person. And I am in many areas. But I am full of self-doubt. I'm constantly questioning, am I good enough? Should I be doing this? What are people thinking? And that's been a big challenge for me to overcome because I feel that it, it has potentially held me back or has holding me back from certain branches of, of my career. So it's, it's one of my nemesis. It's something that I've got to really try to work over. So it has been a big challenge and it still is, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that because, again, I would not have imagined that. And, you know, it's, it's very easy to judge someone on face value, meeting you at an event, hair's done, makeup's done, you're there to do you know, a job for that evening or whatever you're representing a brand. So I, I would not have guessed, but it's easy to see why, because a lot of us are affected by it. Um, do you think, where does it come from for you? Did it, has it always been in the background or was it once you entered your professional life? I think it's always been in the background. I think it's just who I am. Um, I think there's that perfectionist inside of you and that you're, and the biggest thing you've got to accept is there's no such thing as perfection. So as well as you're trying to keep reaching for that perfect look, that perfect goal, that perfect job, it's never there. So it's, it's kind of just making sure that you're not being too hard on yourself and keep checking in and actually think, hang on a minute, look where I've come from, look what I've done, look what I've achieved. You're doing pretty damn good. Um, and don't listen to that little devil in your head that's telling you you can't do it or you're not good enough or somebody's better than you because we're all I think we all have those doubts we all have those feelings but some some of us listen to them more than others so that's been my biggest challenge is not listening to that little voice in my head that tells me I'm not good enough to do something as we mentioned at the beginning of the conversation you are like the goat despite having your own business you're also like the go-to woman when it comes to salon system so I just wondered if you could talk me through any of your favourite lash or brow trends right now. Oh, yes, I certainly can. So brow trends is um, brow lamination. That's something that's really big at the moment. Um, watch this space with salad system. Um, but brow tinting, so the whole brow look is, is huge. I like being able to volumise someone's brow. So if someone's brow bit thinner or they haven't got much depth or volume there bringing in the tint so not just tinting a brown or a, a black or a light brown but you know bringing in chestnuts and reds and pinks and purples and being quite adventurous with color so that's a big trend at the minute precision tinting mm -hmm. and looking at skin tones and hair color is just sort of what's going to help you blend your colors that's that's a huge trend at the moment and obviously with the brow lamination, it's that big brow, that big kind of, you know. Like fanned out. And a lot of people think that that brow is the sort of people that have got quite heavy natural brows, but it's not. You know, I've been working on some clients whose brows are quite thin. And actually, once you laminate them and you brush them upwards, mm. and they say that it actually gives them a whole new depth. It gives them a whole new volume. So 
Barry lamination is definitely something that's really popular at the moment and a trend that I'm loving. Um, from lashes, it's the um, new salon system. They've got a couple of different um, lashes that they launched, um, I think, back in September. And that is the mermaid lashes for lash extensions. Okay. So it's kind of just one lash that just sort of forks off into two different tails. And it looks absolutely stunning. So pretty. So that's a favourite of mine at the moment. Um, and obviously, with being in lockdown, we've not been able to do lash extensions. One of my big favourites at the moment are the new textured individual cluster lashes. Okay. So they just bring a new dimension to cluster lashes. Much more exciting, a little bit more adventurous, a lot more texturised, lots of wispiness going on there, which is really on trend at the moment. And really simple and easy to apply. They just take minutes to apply last for maybe a weekend up to a week providing they're looked after so they're a great alternative to lash extensions and actually if a client practices them they can actually be applied themselves they're great for sort of zoom calls or zoom parties which are happening a lot over at the moment if you want to look a little bit glamorous for all your zoom colleagues and friends what would your advice be for people that are potentially like you a little bit nervous about next week i would just say go with the flow I just take each day as it comes, a plan, definitely, you need to plan, and just plan for maybe the business closing again. So connection is really important. This has been one of the things that that has been quite useful over lockdown, is coming out of your comfort zones and doing videos and staying connected with your clients. That's really important. I think that needs to stay. I think you need to stay connected to your client both in the salon and outside of the client, outside of the salon. So stay connected. Plan for worst case scenarios and then just kind of go daily with each with each day, just a positive attitude and whatever's going to be is going to be. At the end of the day, you've got to learn to adapt. I think we've got to learn to embrace change and be flexible because one thing this has taught us is life can change like that. All, all our normal life, what we do daily, it can just change in the blink of an eye. So I think we need to be flexible. I think we need to embrace change, try and think outside the box a little bit and be ready to try new things. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this chat with Lisa. You can find her on Instagram at Lisa underscore O'Brienstone and you can find us at Capital Hair. As you heard, Salon System has got tons of lash and brow options in store and also coming soon. Here at Capital, we're all stocked up on Lisa's faves. We've got everything you need at capitalhairandbeauty.co.uk and capitalhairandbeauty.ie.